Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Are you guys ready for some hot takes to kick off the week here on the Lake Show? Let's get to it. Henry Lake, Christopher Tubbs until 9 p.m. tonight here on the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO. General Mills, that's who I want to um, talk about here in this opening segment. Great company, right? Minnesota-based company. General Mills is making a mistake. How can General Mills say that it wants its employees to be as productive as they can be? And I think that any company views their success as the employees being as productive they can be for the company to be as productive and successful as they can be. But how can General Mills say that about their employees and wanting them to be ultimately as productive as they can be? but they're taking away a benefit from them as, as workers. You may have seen the headline in the, uh, the Minneapolis Star Tribune. General Mills is closing its on-site child care at headquarters. The company told employees there is reduced demand for the benefit at its Minnesota home office. Now, when you dive into the article and you look at the reason why, first off, you don't even have to read the entire article and understand why this is happening. Clearly, just on the surface, even before diving in, and you should dive in and read the article, it talks about how the demand for um, the benefit of the on-site child care has dropped because employees work the hybrid schedule and out of the office. Daycare, quarter full, General Mills said in his announcement, leading to increased cost. All righty. So, look, I get that we live in um, a different work environment now. Or we work in a different work environment now. We've got more people wanting to do the hybrid. We've acknowledged that. We've talked about it. Uh, multiple times here on the show, and it'll continue to be a thing. The hybrid, me and Chris have both acknowledged, it's not going away. But so those who are all about the hybrid work, they should benefit more, possibly because they're doing hybrid work, as opposed to the person that's coming in and doing the work on site. I just, I don't like the fact that they're taking that benefit away from the hardworking people that are going there to be productive on site. And you know what? By the way, get a benefit by going on site because of the child care. What do you guys make of this? I'm, in, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. 651 461 9226. Because I, I get that models change over time. 
And clearly, post-pandemic, they've seen a drop in the usage because the workplace isn't 100% the same the way that it was before COVID-19. But one of the things that stood out in the article for me was a quote from Suzanne Pearl, Minnesota Director for uh, First Children's Finance, said in a Minneapolis webinar last year. Listen to this. She says, ask any employer across Minnesota about what keeps them up at night, and you're likely to hear that lack of available child care is a major barrier to their continued viability. If the child care sector uh, fails, the rest of the economy follows. And this is another thing, and you would know this more than me because I don't have any children, but it sounds like in terms of child care in itself, it's hard to find good child care. It sounds like, according to the article, that people, it takes them so long to find adequate and good child care. Now, when we talk about child care with these companies, Best Buy, they subsidize a backup care for employees at their child care center in Richfield. Boston Scientific, they can uh, those employees can access on-site in Arden Hills. Hormel Foods, currently building a child care center near its headquarters in Austin, Minnesota. I, I don't know. What do you make of this? I, I hate that. I hate that the people that are actually trying to go back into the office and, and they have um, children and they're utilizing, even though it's, 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 it's a lower number than what it previous was before mm-hmm. the pandemic, we, we totally get that. But I feel like they're getting screwed here. They, they absolutely are. And it's not only good child care, it's affordable child care. Child care is through the roof. It has been for years. And I'm fortunate that you know, my daughter's 13. She's an only child. But I can't. I can't imagine having to try and figure out those expenses when there's uncertainty whether or not you can work from home or you can work from, you know, at at location. If they give you the opportunity to say, hey, you know what, we're going to give you on-site child care. All you need to do is come in and work. I would be like, absolutely. (laughs) Because is it the money you're saving on child care? That's a great benefit. Well, more, it is absolutely a great benefit because it is extremely expensive nowadays. And this, this, this is really unfair for the people that did decide to go back and, and take advantage of it because this is one of the, this is one of the features, right? This is one of the um, I, I benefits to go back. And now if they're not going to use it, like, well, enough people aren't using it. Then it's like, well, why? It puts those people back in the situation that now I have to go back and find. It's about to be stressful. Care. It's about it's, to be stressful. It's going to go back to where it was before. The company did what they should have done, and that's to take care of the employees. Listen to this. It says last year the company, that company being General Mills, placed mm-hmm. 23rd in a Forbes ranking of the best companies for women. 23rd. It won't stay 23rd. It will not. No, no. It, it will not. Not if they're doing not. this. Newsweek gave the company four and a half out of five stars on its list of the country's best workplaces for parents and families. And when, when I look at this article, one of the things that stands out is just the difficulty and the challenges of finding good child care. And they state in the article that child care is financially 
a challenging business all across Minnesota. But what do you guys make of this? Am I making too much of this? Do I think that, um, do you agree that the people that are going into work and want to utilize that benefit are getting screwed? Or do you think that, well, maybe they should just pivot and do more of the hybrid thing like a lot of other people? I, I, I just hate to see that these folks are um, are losing that benefit. 651-461-9226. Um, this from the 651, my work closed on-site daycare years ago. This from the 952. If I'm working from home, I'm likely saving on child care, providing my own the best child care, so those actually coming in should receive some benefit. Uh, this from the 651. Um, I don't know what was it, why, why it says okay, but has declined by only a quarter while they open it up to non-citizens employees. I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe Oklahoma? I'm not sure. Oklahoma's – yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. They can, they can text again and kind of explain it a little bit better than that. Yeah, but, and I mean if they're talking about working from home – there are some people that when you're when you're at home, you don't have the ability to do your job and watch your child at the same time. And it, and it's, not everybody's productive that way. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> believe me, kids, kids can they can really derail your productivity. I totally understand that. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Love to get your reaction. Love to get your text, your phone calls here uh, on the WCCO Talk and Text Line. This is the Lake Show right here on the Good Neighbor. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. General Mills, on-site employees, you got to find that daycare. You got to find that child care really, really soon. Let's take a phone call from Mike in Robbinsdale. He wants to weigh in on the topic. How you doing, Mike? Hey, good. How are you? Can you hear me okay? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, hey, I. it's not very often I hear General Mills on the radio, and I am a General Mills employee. Um <laughs> Just wanted to weigh in. Um, and listen, I'm the last guy to defend corporate America, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say this benefit, I think the context um, is really important here. So the actual daycare is not a free service. You have to pay for it. Yep. Um, it's not cheap. I've re- I researched it myself. It is um, more expensive than what you can see, uh, find in the market. Um, that's not to say that it's not a good service and all that. It was competitive when people were in the office a lot, so there weren't a lot of slots, et cetera, et cetera. But um, the other the other piece of this is that um, you got kicked out after your kid was, was I think, 18, 18 months old. Okay. So, yes, it was a benefit. There's yeah, because it's, 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 it's up to 16 months as defined here. Um, in terms of the way that it's licensed yeah, for us, it, 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 you can care for the kid up to 16 months. Yep. Yep. So, you know, the, the context is, is, is critical here that, yes, it's a benefit that you can go in, bring your kid into work for 16 months, but then after that you got to go find, you know, the own private daycare, et cetera. So yeah. when I first looked into it, when I started having kids, I was like, awesome. 
go to work, bring my kid <laughs> up till they're, you know, going to school. Yep. That's just not the case. So I really don't. And again, I'm not a huge corporate America apologist by any means, gotcha. by any means, but I really do think that there's not a lot of nefariousness going on here. I, I just honestly think people weren't going or weren't, weren't interested in the benefit and the benefit wasn't huge, all encompassing, amazing thing that, we're getting stripped from us. So yeah, and you, and, that's and, just one. And Mike, you, you're just like you think it's just a bottom line thing. There, there's as much as we know it's a great benefit for those that use the service. Right now, it's just not beneficial to enough people, and we just need to go ahead and scrap it. That's how you view it, right? Yeah, and I think they might be applying funds in other areas. I'm sure that's what they would say. But I really, you know, at work, not a lot of people have been talking about it. Not a lot of people are complaining about this happening. So yeah. Um, there's just not a ton of drama from our, hey, our perspective. Hey, Mike, Again, let me let me ask you one. Of one. Yeah, let me let me ask you one quick question because I'm just curious. Uh, pre-pandemic, yeah. were you were you going every day? What has what has your post-pandemic experience been like versus your pre-pandemic in terms of hybrid and all that? Yeah, completely different. I mean, post-pandemic, I was. I mean, I didn't go in the office for probably two years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it became hybrid and, uh, I'm, I'm fairly hybrid now. I'm, I'm a couple, couple days a week. It's not like absolutely required, but you know, when your teammates are in the office, um, it, you know, sometimes it's good just to connect with them, um, you know, a few times a week. So I would say I'm firmly in hybrid about 40% of the time. Hey, Mike in Robbinsdale, I appreciate the phone call, my man. Thank, thanks so much. Yeah, love the show. Thank you. I right, appreciate it. That's Mike and Robinsdale checking in here on the Lake Show on the Good Neighbor. Let, let me ask you this: when mm-hmm. you at, when you had your daughter daughter Hannah, how difficult was it for you and your wife to get childcare, or was it? It was. It, it wasn't hard because we had a lot of options, which we were fortunate because there were a lot of very good. Uh, very good daycares around where we lived. But then it is, we went from one and then she can only be there for a certain amount of time. And then she had to go to another and then to another. And so it wasn't hard, but a lot of it was the expense. And I'm so glad that, uh, that Mike was able to kind of tell, because that explains it when he, it got me thinking about these companies that were like, Hey, we're going to offer you, the this health plan right through the company but then you look at it and you're like well i'm better off if i go outside of the company for my health plan i kind of look at it like that where the way that he explained it it makes total sense that yeah if if it's not cost feasible for the employees and it's something that they offered but really if you only have your child there for what 16 18 months i mean it's just I can understand where he's like, hey, it's not worth it. So to but me, there's a convenience there, though. Oh, there absolutely that, that has to be factored in. But there, there is a convenience for those that fit that and, and yep. that can afford it. You know, if if your child's two years old, well, then this is a, a mute point for sure. Like you because know, it caps out at sixteen months. Absolutely, it caps out at sixteen months. So I feel like you're only catering. You, you've got this program, but it's only available to a very select amount of employees, which really, what do you do for the rest of the employees that are going to have the same problem? 
that are going to have because they've got to find child care. And while great, but what does it matter? Like, like I, I don't think that everybody on campus is having kids at the same time. Like some com- come through the program and they move on, and then the next batch or the next crop of kids come through, and and it's it's that that's that. It, it is it is that. But at the same time, if you've got parents that are out there and their kids are two and three and five and and whatever, you're you're catering to parents that have. The, the the child in the you know birth to sixteen but months. That's who it's catering to. No, I I know. Yeah, but I don't. And, but, but, but what's I the feel, problem with that? The pro- are, are, are we having a problem with it being catered to, to up to sixteen month versus three year olds? I think if 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 you would open it up, more people could take advantage of it. I think that I think it's I think it's awesome doing it that way. You're giving people a lead into finding long term health care. I mean, not health care, mm-hmm. but, but child care for kids as they get older and they get going into actual, like going into pre-K in kindergarten. Yeah, absolutely. But part of this also is is the cost associated. I mean, you, you don't have it for a long period of time. And if it's, you know, really not cost feasible, then you look at it and you're like, is it really that much of a benefit for to a the good employer? Majority? I get that for the employer. But if you're the employee and you want to pay whatever it is, then that's on you as an employee. You're always free to go and do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I, I think that, that Mike and Robinsdale made some great points. And it's funny because he says I'm not somebody who really stands up for corporate. And I'm not necessarily that, that guy either. But I, I can see both sides of this. But I, I do tend to, to side with the, man. I'm, I'm trying to champion it for the little guy here. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand. I completely understand, and, and that's kind of where I'm. That's where I'm leaning as well. I'm, I mean, I'm. I, I look Are at you? this and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. Believe me, I spent enough money on childcare. I can't imagine having multiple kids. <laughs> wow, you guys have to take out a second mortgage and such. Yeah. Ooh. Oh man. All right. Six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll take a brief pause, take a look at the local weather with meteorologist Paul Douglas, and I'm fed up. There's something that has to end in college basketball, and I know that many of you will disagree, but I have to stake my claim as to why the storming the court needs to end today. We'll get to that next. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. It is unacceptable. In the year 2024, why court storming is a thing in college basketball still. There is no place in college athletics, in my opinion, to storm the field. I don't get it. And this is not me saying this just because of the latest incident. I've been saying this for years. I don't understand it. I don't get it. And you can say that this is um, me wanting to throw cold water on a situation for college um, kids. That's fine if that's the way that you view it. I'm trying to figure out what the benefit is of storming the court. Caitlin Clark, the best college basketball player, arguably, in the game, in the men's game and women's game. College basketball across the board. She's the reigning national player of the year. She was 
accidentally collided into yesterday after Ohio State pulled off the upset against her Iowa team. I looked at the video over a dozen times. Was it an accident? Absolutely. That person, I don't feel at all, targeted Caitlin Clark. She didn't see her. She was running, and she had like a phone or something in her hand. Uh, I don't know if she's trying to get the video of it or a selfie, but they collided, and Caitlin went down. Can somebody, anybody out there on the talking text line, 651-461-9226, make a case for storming the court? It's, it's outdated. It's antiquated. Like, 30 years ago, fine, have at it. It makes no sense why we got fans trampling over the best players in college basketball. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's insane to me that this is taking place. And I think at some point... We have to look at football, too. We have seen people that are just running amok on football fields, and they're pushing into football players. They're trying to exit the field. It's, it's, not, it's not safe. We talk about safety and keeping kids out of harm's way. This is not a safe situation at all. And I'm thankful that Caitlin Clark, and I'm a fan of Caitlin Clark's, I'm happy that she was not – Um. Seriously hurt. But what happens when somebody is seriously hurt? What happens when a Caitlin Clark or somebody like that tears an ACL or in a torn Achilles? What happens then? Oops. It just comes with the territory. It doesn't have to be this way. I don't think that there's any benefit for anyone. Well, it benefits the, 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 the college kid. Part of their college experience. Bunch of crap. 651-461-9226. Before we get to phone calls here, this is what Caitlin Clark had to say in the uh, the post-game pressure about the incident. I was just trying to exit the court as quickly as possible, so I started running, and I was absolutely just hammered by somebody trying to run onto the court and basically blindsided and, um, you know, kind of scary. Could have caused a pretty serious injury to me and knocked the win out of me, but um, luckily... My teammates kind of picked me up and got me off the court. So, um, and their AD already came and apologized to me. So I really appreciate that. And um, you know, this is what comes with the territory. I mean, I'm sure they tried their best to do whatever they could. Obviously, it didn't work, and that's disappointing. But um, you know, just focus now on the game and you know ways we can get better. I'm just happy that Caitlin Clark was not seriously injured. It would, it would suck that if we were sitting here, and I know that we're not, okay, but just hypothetically, if we were sitting here talking about Caitlin Clark being seriously injured and she's going to miss games or she's going to miss some time or be out for the year because of something that could be prevented, right? That just, to, to me, makes absolutely no sense. All right, the first phone call goes to Lawrence, who's on the uh, on the highway. What's up, Lawrence? Hey, guy. I'm, I'm totally with you. I'll give you a couple of different perspectives here. Uh, in part, if you recall, X amount of years ago, Tom Landry, coach of the Dallas Cowboys, always wore a hat. And some fan decided after Dallas was upset, uh, ran and, and took his hat. So mm. you'll see in college football, coaches now, after the game, they got state troopers by their yep. side. They're surrounded. 
right? Yep. Yep. They are surrounded. You know, so I blame in part the media because let's say you're at a basketball game. There's a game going on. You got 10 people on the floor, three officials, and you got the benches. That's the game. The fans are part of the atmosphere, but you often hear people, no, we're part of the game. No, you're not part of the game. No, you're not part of the game. You're part of of the atmosphere, but you're not part of the game. And one of the things that bothers me, and I'll hang up after this, is these announcers that right after the game is over, they stick a microphone up underneath the athlete's knows and i think you know let the athletes wind down before all of a sudden you you, you know all of a sudden you know they're 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 part of the the media onslaught chris paul one day after he beat houston or he was with houston or something somebody asked him what his feelings were and he said it best he said you know what this is a lot of fun if you're on the court yeah it's a lot of fun Fans don't look at it from that perspective. They want to know how you feel and a lot of that. You know, it, the, it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of competitive fun, and I think the athletes need to be left alone. All right, thanks. Anyway, the, thanks, guys. Yep, thanks for the phone call from Lawrence uh, driving around there. 651-461-9226. It should end. And I've been saying this for quite some time. This should end. So I'm not new to this. This this isn't some knee-jerk reaction to Caitlin Clark, but I I think that we all need to have that moment of just like, you know what, maybe it was something that was a thing 30 years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years or even before. But, look, we got to provide some safety for these these student-athletes. Let's take a phone call from John in St. Paul. How you doing, John? Hey, sir, I'm doing well. Thanks for taking the call. Yep, no problem. I, uh, I, I'm i with you 110%, man, uh, in terms of storming the field. I, I just, you knew, you know something bad is going to happen sooner or later, even though everybody's having a good time. People get pretty amped up, and particularly those stadiums where they have liquor. God knows what, you know, people have done, you know, up to that point. Yep. I do have one little bit of a bone of contention, though. I've watched that tape over and over and over again. Too. Oh, don't say she was and faking it. it. Don't say she was faking it. <laughs> don't say it. That that I, I, I saw that point being made. It was, it was a point, I think, Clay Travers or somebody was like, well, maybe she was flopping. Stop it. Well, here's what I was going to say. I'm a big fan of hers. What she's done for women's basketball is awesome. And I wish her nothing but tons of success and tons of money. Don't you do it, John. Don't you do it. The flop down was the way you train basketball players to fall and look oh, like it was, you were no, pushed. No. It's probably just because that's how she falls now because that she's been trained. So I thought she had a clear line of sight to the other gal. The other gal clearly didn't know where she was running, you know. Yeah, so it was a total accident. We, 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 we all agree on that, John. John, we all agree on that. That was a total accident. You could tell. If you look at the video more than one time, you could tell it was a total accident. She flopped down to the to the to the floor like some of the best. I just want I wanted to point that out, but I'm with you on intent. All right, thanks for the phone call from John. Fall like that when I play basketball. All right, th- thanks for the phone call from John. Did John just acknowledge that he's a flopper? John just acknowledged he's a flopper, a St. Paul flopper. What's going on there, John? Come on, John. Hey, John. Long, hey, as long as he's not to 
As long as he's not shooting, he can flop all he wants. That's okay. Was that John or James Harden on the phone? <laughs> I don't know who. I thought Come on, might, John. It might have been LeJohn instead of LeBron. I'm sur- I, I thought that there was at least going to be one person out there that would stand up and say that it should still happen. I, I'm, I'm glad that everybody's on board with me. And typically, there's not a topic that I would get into on a nightly basis where everybody agrees with me. But I'm glad that everybody agrees with me on this. Well, I, I just don't see the point to it. Yeah, no. I don't know if I should tell this to you, Henry, but um, tonight's going to be first because I also agree with you. The, the whole court storming, you don't know who could get caught underneath a stampede. And I can tell you firsthand, and I'm sure you've experienced it as well, when you're sitting courtside and you have your electronics and you're sitting there and you're working and you can tell that the storming the court is about to happen. You're sitting there and it's you've got this long, basically, you've got this long table with the skirt and then the court. But when people are jumping up basically behind you and trying to jump over you, I've been kicked in the head. I mean, I've been need. I've had to like. No wonder you got issues. No, that's one of the <laughs> one of the many reasons I got issues. I got a lot. Oh man, I got lots of issues from being kicked in the head. But no, it's like you have to protect yourself. You have to protect all of your property. Because people behind you are going to be storming the court. And you can't see what's happening. That's the thing. It's like it's like the uh, the scene in The Lion King where you know, he, he's down there. And then you're like, oh, man, all of these, you know, these wildebeest, these, you know, they keep going after you. And you're like, okay, is it done yet? Then you look up and you're like, okay, just like Simba, I can get up. It's, it's not a fun feeling when you know what's happening behind you, but you, you can't monitor. I just... I don't get it. I don't get it. It's so yesterday. It, it Storming is. the court. And I don't care if it's the second uh, ranked team in the country. And by the way, Ohio State's a ranked team. Yeah. It Now, now, now I'm not sitting here saying that they were a top 10 team because it wasn't. I think it was like 18 versus a two, which that's, that's a, a nice little upset there. But still, at the end of the day, this should not continue to happen. I mean, are there not other ways you can show your excitement for something that a team – does I mean is is there because they don't allow it in major league baseball like something happens they've got security all around the field listen you, you can't do it at an NFL game listen you can't do it in the pros no you and, can't and this is the point that I was going to make you kind of stole my thunder there but so. that's why I wanted to go there next is they don't do it in professional sports why do we not allow it in professional sports but we allow it in college athletics how about somebody answer me that? 651-461-9226. More thoughts, more reaction. We do it next year on The Lake Show. All right, the text line, 651-461-9226. Hi, Henry. I agree, very easy to get injured also in baseball, especially hockey when players are piling on each other with sharp skates. Um... This one is 651. Was it okay? Why was it okay 30 years ago? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, that's a good question. Why was it okay 30 years ago? I think it because it, it was new. It was in vogue. It was different. Yeah, like, but they've been storming the court since. I mean, they've got, they've got uh, black and white 
storming the court at, at the at the Garden with the Boston Celtics way back. Well, in the I mean, I I still remember Hank Aaron when he hit seven fifteen, and you had people that were just I, I mean, he was rounding second base. You you had people that were, you know, they were on the infield. It was it was nuts. Uh, this one, the six five one beauty of hockey, no storm in the ice on a basketball court, ridiculous. Uh, this from the five oh seven. It happens from middle school on up. It happens, uh, but it says the but the first ones storming the court are the teammates and coaches. But they're part of the game. Like if you're a coach and you're you're on the team, yeah. you're part of the game, and they're there, the fans, like they're, they're just there, and they're yes, there. You're part of the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, they lead the charge out of excitement. This is a funny one. Tubbs, you're sitting courtside working? Pretty sure those guys don't struggle with daycare costs. Now, now, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me defend, Krista. I, I think that this person from the 763, they're overstating what they think people get paid. I'm dead serious. Yeah. yeah we're, uh... if, 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 if somebody was, was getting rich working courtside, um, I probably want to just go ahead and just like sit courtside. And I mean, if I could, if I could afford courtside, I'd sit courtside all the damn damn, you know, all the, all the damn time. Here's the thing about what, when you're and, and what and what you were. This was Horizon League or Summit? A uh, Summit League. Okay, Summit League. Summit League. Yeah. Summit League a little bit different than than you know <laughs> if you're courtside with Kevin Harlan, TNT at Target Center. Yeah, Some, Summit League. When I was in Sioux Falls, I was working for this radio station called. KWSN. I was an afternoon host. And we get, I mean, all of the credentialed media is there. So we are from one baseline to the other baseline. TV, radio, print, uh, you know, whatever. Like, everybody's there. So we're, we're all, you know, we're all there covering. So, yeah. I mean, we all get paid minimum wage. And why do you think you see a lot of media that hang out? In the media center for the food. Hey, one of, that's what you're there. You're there for the food. Well, one of the perks, it's free. One of the perks of being in the media is the free stuff. Let's just call it for what it is. That's one yeah, of the perks. Yeah, and and not everybody's getting rich. No, no, there there are not a lot of people getting rich. Some people do. Yeah, some so, people do. When, when you're at the top, of, I mean, absolutely. Ernie Johnson's making a nice check. Yeah, right. Like Kevin Harlan's making good. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. That, that's the. Top of the food chain. Yeah, like people like us are. But if you're a spotter at a game and you're doing a, what do you call them when you call in the, um, what we used to do back in the day? They would call us. Um, the spotters or the. No, when, when it, like if CBS is, is tossed into, hey, we're going to check in with Christopher. Oh, Thomas you're a correspondent? C- well, or... not a correspondent. It was something else specific that they oh, called. Oh, a, uh, oh God, what was the freelancer? I know. Uh, I can't remember the name of the, uh, what we call it. Yeah, oh okay. Got but him. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, you get paid maybe twenty five bucks. You, you a get hit. like twenty dollars for the hit. Yeah, that's what it is. Like you're what you get to do is actually go there and a stringer. Cover, you would call it a stringer. A stringer. Yes. Yep, you would call it a stringer. Thank you. A stringer. Yes. I've done the stringer thing. That's that's like the early. That's way back late nineties. Uh, hey, you got somebody. Hey, like you're going to the game. Can you be a stringer? All you got to do is two calls, and, one yeah. at halftime and one at the end of the game. Yeah, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what it was, the stringer. <laughs> but yeah, a, a lot of us we go because we enjoy it. And one of the perks that we do get with some of these is really good seats. But then again, we're not making a lot of money. But this is part of this is part of what we get to enjoy. Hey, 
when you see me at the women's, uh, the men's and women's Big Ten tournaments mm-hmm. here in Minneapolis, um, don't think that I'm big balling. I'm I'm there working. You're sitting courtside, right? I doubt it. Oh, come on. I'll have access to a lot You're of stuff. H- see, there you go. I'll have access to a lot there of stuff. There you go. And, and by the way, that same texture says, sorry, we all love tubs. Lakeside. I was going to respond. Should I just delete no, my message? No, they're they're being nice. They're they're cool. They're cool. It they're cool. Okay. okay. You, we didn't take it the wrong way. Either. No, no, no. We didn't. But, we we just we're just having some fun. Hey, but real quick, why don't they do it in the pros? Because we've all acknowledged that it's unacceptable <sighs> to do in the pros. Like so. So to to me, if we've already acknowledged that the pros, yeah. you shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't be doing it. In the college game. Now, the, the comeback I know from somebody out there would be like, well, the college kids that are involved, and these are college athletes. And it's, it's atmosphere. It's adding to the college experience. Who cares? Caitlin Clark is a paid athlete. She's doing State Farm commercials. So you, so you can miss me with that. Caleb Williams is doing Dr. Pepper commercials all year long. They're, prof- they're basically professional athletes now. Mm-hmm. Think, of, think of she had to got hurt. And I'm so thankful that she didn't get hurt. But my goodness, that's a close call, man. Close call. Somebody's going to end up getting her, whether it's an athlete, a fan, somebody. Somebody along the way is going to get nicked up. All right, coming up next, I wanted to have this young man on the show along with his uh, his bus driver. His name is Noah Weber. His bus driver's name is Heidi Karsten. A very heartwarming story that you must hear about. We get to them next year on The Lake Show. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 